Hey everybody, welcome to Perk Reviews Top 5 Movies. I'm Jonathan Burke, and with me this week is Corey Starr. Hello, hello. And Michael Sanchez. Hello. And if you've never listened to Top 5 Movies before, the way this works is we pick a topic, and we in secret make our list, and we get together on this show to discuss the movies that we picked. And this week's topic is Top 5 Action Movie Stars, or Characters, sorry, Characters. Um, and the idea here is because of John Wick Chapter 3, which comes out uh, the weekend you're listening to this podcast. And I gotta tell you guys, I don't know about you, but this is one of my most anticipated films of the summer. I cannot yes. wait for yeah. John Wick Chapter 3. And I knew, Corey, you were uh, originally not a fan, but we watched them together for Movie Club. Uh, we watched one, and then we went and saw two in theaters on our own time. And uh, you've since become a fan, so yeah, you're excited as well. Uh, Mike, what's your status of John Wick excitement? I am a fan. I was just late on the game, and I haven't even watched two yet, so I'm behind. It took me forever to get to one. Yep, so. I, I I mean, a lot of people slept on one, and that was a shame because one was fantastic. Um, two is also very good, and I am, I'm just so pumped for uh, three. I can't wait. Um, the more I see it, like the, the trailers and stuff, I'm just more super excited. I, I gotta say, the only other movie uh, that's coming out in May that's got me this pumped is another action movie, I think. It may not be, but I think it's going to be, is the uh, new Godzilla King of Monsters. Like I'm very hmm. excited about that movie, but um, super stoked for uh, John Wick Chapter 3, and that got us thinking, what's our favorite action stars? And this is a, a big, broad genre that crosses over with other genres a lot, and I gotta say, my list, um, I, I could easily move things around and substitute. I did leave off... Uh, some types of movies i won't say what just yet but i I avoided certain things that maybe we've talked about a lot on the the three years we've been doing this um so i'm I'm interested to hear what you guys got though and i feel like i know what Corey's number one is gonna be um but i'm not sure i could be wrong i could be wrong but i just know uh a new tradition started for Corey recently and i feel like that's gonna be oh god i have a tradition oh yeah oh yeah 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 not for this podcast but in life um, which if you don't oh. know, I guess you have to, you know, figure it is out. Is it but really a tradition then? Yes. In fact, it is. I know for a fact it is a tradition. <laughs> Dang um, it. Text me. I need to know now. <laughs> oh no. Now I want to wait and see if I'm right. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> so that said, uh, and then Mike, I- I'm sure it's going to be obscure characters that I don't know or something. So, <laughs> um, uh, I, 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 I tried, but I'm not sure how, how I did. It, maybe this is too mainstream of a genre to have the as much obscure, or at least maybe the obscure is not as good as some of the that, other. That's true because you just don't hear about too many B list action. Well, or you avoid them because you know how bad they are. Uh, um, that's true. Um, but with that said, uh, the way this works is uh, we have an order. Corey's going to be going first this week, then Mike, then me. Um, but uh, before we get into our list, we like to have free reign to say whatever we want. So, Corey. Guys, from here on out, we might be talking about these movies in great detail. You can go to burkreviews.com and check each of our top five lists out. Otherwise, you've been warned. 
and with that, um, it's been a couple weeks since we were able to pull this off, but we like to take a wager of how many of Mike's five movies Corey and I have seen because he tends to pick movies that maybe we haven't seen or we're not as familiar with. Um, so with that, Corey, I'll let you go first. Uh, how many of Mike's I, movies I, do you I, think? I wanted to do the Mark Wahlberg. What? No. What? No. <laughs> I'm going to go with two. I'll go three. I'll go three. I'll go up. Um, okay. I, I've, okay. I, action's a genre I'm, I've at least usually touched on. Um, but yeah, it's it, there's a chance I've missed some, for sure. Um, I am curious, because I had a hard time with parts of this list. I was very like torn about th- some things. I'm still not sure if this is 100% if I really like went back and watched some. But I think this is my current accurate list. I think this is where I kind of hold these, these characters. So... Um, all right, well, with that, uh, Corey, you're going to start us off. What is your number five action hero? Okay, so I'm glad that you said all of that about, like, crossing over genres or, you know. I had to go with Ash Williams from ah. Evil Dead. Um, wait, I'm more... wait, wait, wait. Yes, 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 yes. Which Evil yes. Dead? Well, technically, I guess that Army of Darkness would be the more action. Yes oriented one but that's not my favorite one but he's still a bad a uh for not wanting to cuss in this and i mean he does cut off his arm at one point and evil dead too yes okay i would i would take evil dead the first one is my favorite yeah but that's true horror yes but i guess i I would take one and two over three Three's Bill's favorite, but three's I don't know. It's not my favorite. Fun. Yeah, three's like yeah, it, it's very campy and it, it's really where I think Ash vs Evil Dead kind of merges the the two yeah, together. But yeah, aren't there flying skeletons? It's been a long time since I've seen it. In Army um, of Darkness. Yes. You should probably rewatch. I think it'll hold up better. Um, with like, because the first time I saw it, I thought it was okay, but now when I watch it, I enjoy it a lot more than I did when I was younger. But um, there is definitely skeletons. I don't remember if for sure if there's flying ones. But there's flying monsters, so there's all sorts of stuff. Okay, perfect. Well, okay. Since your husband's such a fan, you need to... And I think I just grabbed it because I just got a new phone. But it's an Army of Darkness uh, tower defense game. What? Ooh. Yeah, it's been around for a while. I don't know how many updates there are to it. So I'd have to dig it up. I think it just goes by AOD and you have one of the... Uh, deadites, like a skull deadite as the icon and whatnot. But, and I feel I've said this before, totally missed the ball by not calling this Medieval Dead, because that's what <laughs> it should have been. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I I love Ash. Oh yeah, Ash yeah, he's awesome. Uh, I, I, can't, I think I have two copies of If, if Chins, Chins Could... could yeah, but there's... I need a, to read that. Uh, uh, I don't know that I got uh, Make Love the... The Bruce Way, uh, but he's just—it's uh, he's—he's great. He's—he is to act. Well, I mean, Henry Rollins is an actor too, but uh, he is my cinema Henry Rollins, if that makes sense. It does to me. I know how much you love Henry Rollins. So. I can. So I could just sit and listen to him talk for hours and read his stuff, and yeah, just great. And just the stories—the uh, the whole idea. It's just yeah, he's. Uh, but just the Ash character, just the the, the progression from the beginning to where he is, the will of mind, the force of will to um, excise and chop off his arm because he has to. 
Blah, blah, blah. Yes. Yeah. That that movie. I love Evil Dead 2. I think Evil Dead 2 is my favorite. Um, I do like yeah, that movie. Yeah, that's a classic. Christmas, it's a classic. Yeah. Um, that's a cool one, Corey, because I, I didn't think about that, but I, I can hear that as an action. At the very least, like you said, Army of Darkness definitively counts as an action movie if the other two don't, but he's the same character in all three. Um, arguably a different character in two, because they do kind of retcon a lot from the first movie, but mm-hmm. um, nonetheless, I, I'll accept it. Good good pick, because I didn't even think about Ash, and I love Ash, so good call. Ash Housewares. <laughs> <laughs> Blue light special. Um, oh shop, shop smart, shop S smart. And I did find an S smart long ago on the road. Really? What? It wasn't on, yeah, it's like a, an off brand, you know, convenience yeah, store. It, was it wasn't a full on. Yeah, and it That's was the right uh, I think it was in Georgia, somewhere. It's been so long because I don't like to drive like that anymore. But Man. probably not there anymore. That's where uh, Charlie Daniels met the devil. I'm guessing. Um, <laughs> So, I'm, I'm sure there were some demons. <laughs> All right, Mikey, what do you got for your number five? All right, well, you talk about obscure, and for people that are fans of this particular genre, I went, uh, we went with our man, my man John Woo, uh, but with a particular character because uh, Mark Lee and a film called A Better Tomorrow, and there was a, at least two sequels, if I recall correctly, but I don't remember that Chow Yun-Fat, who played Mark Lee, uh, was in that um, John Woo long before he did Broken Arrow, uh, Face Off, and kind of went that route, which he wasn't wasn't bad. But you could tell the style, you know, the style was his. He had these, you know, Hong Kong action films, these pulpy, and honestly, I feel that. And part of the reason I picked this character is because thinking about the mods back in the day when they were modding and i know there's still mod communities for games action quake was literally because partially because of this action half-life was partially because of this and the genre really but this is where we get the two-handed 45 Hmm. and you've got this character who is just this hard-boiled detective and that's a whole nother film series hard-boiled i think just a single one though and uh, he takes kicks ki- takes names and wait what's what is it how they do it and how did what how did Matt say it kicks names and takes you know what I mean yeah 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 um, just it Got it. yes 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 flipping the spoonerism where you flip it just build it. he just has this really kind of suave cool look to him he's not chopping off his own arm. But he does whatever it takes yep. to uh, get his his man, like an Asian Mountie, I guess. Man, I I have uh, some major gaps in John Woo's ca- uh, catalog. Um, I've seen a few of his American films. I have not seen this one, but I just added it to my watch list, so I'm going to try to it's, make an effort to see it. It's a classic. It is tougher to find. Uh, a Better Tomorrow 2 is decent as well, but I would go with the first one. Um, just Hong Kong action as a genre in, in, in and of itself. Yeah, uh, Corey, you, I assume, have not ventured down the John Woo road? I have not. We suck. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> I, first, I would like I to say we. that I was kind of having a hard time. Yeah, he, it was both of us. Um, I was kind of having a hard time, but then I just, I don't know. Because I don't watch a lot of action movies, like 
I mean, I don't you, know. you say that, but I, I feel like it's such a broad genre that you and it does seen. overlap. Yeah, a lot. I mean, action technically isn't a genre film. It's just a mm-hmm. type of film, and so you're going to get a lot of movies that fit into genres and action, and then you're going to get some that are pure action, and they don't fit into other genres, but um, technically it's not a genre f- uh, film, So, because um, it is so vast, and even, like, mm-hmm. to me, I was trying to think of more, like, non-stop action films, because that's like, John Wick, once it gets going, it really doesn't slow down um, much, and I like that style a lot. But not every action film needs to be nonstop. You could just have big moments of action or one or two set pieces that uh, meet that requirement. Um, in fact, I kind of feel like my first pick here, my number five, um, I went with uh, Robert Rodriguez's Desperado um, <laughs> and uh, the uh, character of El Mariachi. Although I would like to indicate that this is the second film in the trilogy. And I would count El Mariachi from the original, even though it's not played by Antonio Banderas. I'm going with this version because... Um, when I recently rewatched these, I saw these as a kid and I thought they were cool or whatever, but I, I really appreciated them a lot when I watched these a few months ago. And I, I was really drawn by Antonio Banderas because he's done some crap in uh, the last 20 years, you know, like he's done some real bad action movies, but this movie, he's so cool and I love everything about him in this film. And my favorite scene, and it's been one of my favorite scenes like in film is when he's trying to load the gun quietly while the big bad guy is behind him and he's talking to Selma Hayek and he's trying to load the gun quietly and he's like you know using he's injured so he can't quite do it normally and he's being real real quiet and it makes a click sound and he just goes ooh and I <laughs> love that scene for some reason it just like I'm just like man it's such a he's such a badass and uh so when I'm making this list I'm just like I was so into this film and I also I love El Mariachi too I think the action sequences are really cool um, I like that he's not really a killer, but becomes a killer. So you get this kind of anti-hero revenge story plotline that carries through both films. And I've seen Once Upon a Time in Mexico. I've only seen it once, though. And yeah, I haven't been able. I haven't been able to bring myself to buy it to rewatch it. No, 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 no. But you've you chose wisely. Yeah, and I, I like Rodriguez's style. Um, in fact, I have another one of his films on my uh, honorable mentions, which almost made it into the top five, um, but. I, I love Banderas in this film, so I went with El Mariachi's. I went with Desperado, but the character El Mariachi for my number five. Well, I'd say that's just his breakthrough role because, and I'm not sure. Well, I mean, I'm looking at all the different things he's done. This is the first one I remember him in, um, and I've been sort of familiar with El Mariachi. I just, I'm glad they made he made this. You know, was able to kind of redo and uh, an update and have a better budget and whatnot. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. and it made sense for him to recast it because you know the original El Mariachi wasn't I don't even remember who played he's not anyone um, super famous but that the guy who plays mm-hmm. him is one of his uh, companions is, in Desperado the, the shows up in Desperado which mm-hmm. is cool a nice little nod to it yep. uh, and you beat me to it uh, with regards to Once Upon a Time in Mexico uh, just no just it didn't work for me yeah, and it's a shame because I'm looking at Antonio Banderas' IMDb, and the in his top four, like most known for, Once Upon a Time in Mexico is listed no. over the others. Um, Jeez, no, and, then, that, um, and the Mask of Zorro, no. which I actually never saw his version of Zorro, so it might be good. Um, decent, um, but I mean, uh, actually, maybe his breakthrough because I'm looking at uh, the letterbox section from Time Me Up, Time Me Down. That's a uh, Almodovar Spanish film. 
That's way old. Gosh, I've forgotten some of these that he was in. Yeah, I haven't seen anything else, like anything older than Desperado, I don't think. Um, for him, I mean. I've obviously seen older movies. Oh, wait, what am I thinking? He's in an interview with a vampire, right? Like, is that... Yes, he is. He is Armand. So that's the first time that people would have seen him. I didn't see that till way later, but... And he was in a Philadelphia as well. I still need to watch Philadelphia. I think he is... Uh... <gasps> yeah, what? I know. It's on what? List. No! I have a lot of movies I need to watch. You're going to cry. That's when I. Well, yeah, yeah, he it. will. Yeah, he it's will so in good, Philadelphia. Though. Jeez, well, so good. Um, Corey, have you seen Desperado? I have never seen the full movie. Oh wow! <laughs> what? Yeah. No, I, I, you know what? We need to. You need to add Mark Wahlberg <laughs> I and post. I think you just need today. a recording of that. Well, Matt, yeah, <laughs> so you don't board. Just add it and post. Uh... Consider it done. <laughs> um. All right, well, that's my number uh, five, so let's go to Corey and hear your number four. Okay, I just changed one of mine uh, and changed the order. We'll talk about that later. Oh. So I just bumped Rocky Balboa down Ooh. to four. Oh. But um, I grew up on these movies. I don't know if I've talked about this before, but like in middle school and high school, I loved boxing so much. I never hmm. boxed. I kind of want to. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I don't want my teeth to get messed up. <laughs> so I know you wear a mouth guard and all that stuff, but I loved boxing. I loved watching boxing and like I followed that stuff, you know. Um, but anyways, I love Rocky Balboa. Grew up on these movies with as a kid, and my mom and I even oh probably like ten years ago, we they would always do like the marathons i think on like tnt or something yep, all the time and it'd yeah. be like a whole day of rocky and that's <laughs> fine um i just love him i love that this was like sylvester stallone's you know gets to stay in the entertainment business or at least gets to break into it because yep. i think this was like his last shot um and i i don't know we've talked about rocky before and it's a good underdog sh- you know movie and i yeah, I never saw Creed, and I didn't. It wasn't there one after Creed. Creed two. Sorry, Creed two. I did not see those. Uh, I have not watched either of those myself. Oh my so god, I will guys! Admit, I'm with you. Ooh, what? Uh, Creed just don't is amazing. Have the time. No, hold up, because Creed. One, if you're a Rocky fan, you must watch Creed, especially Creed one, because it is probably Stallone's best performance as Rocky in Creed. Ah. Like it's so good. Like it is easily one of his best performances. Two. Uh, Ryan Coogler and Michael B. Jordan crushed things when they worked together, and they crushed Creed. Unfortunately, Coogler did not direct Creed 2, and I do think it's a lesser movie. But if, as a Rocky fan, they pay a lot of homage to Rocky 4, so y'all owe it to yourselves to see Creed and Creed 2. Um, but then I feel like it's going to open this whole thing where I need to just start at the beginning because it's been a while, you yeah, know? Yeah. He gets the story. Yeah. He's a boxer. No, yeah, you got to start from the beginning. Oh, Corey God. That's that's uh, uh, Ralph Garman would be ashamed. Um, <laughs> oh! uh, Good. As right. long as I'm getting attention from Garman. Yeah, you go. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I also I love Rocky. Um, and I did. I used to not when I was like in high school. I was the opposite. I didn't like boxing. I had no interest in the boxing movies. Oh. Um, I didn't get into Rocky till I got really into film, and then I I think I appreciated it on a level that I had not previously. Um, 
but I loved Creed. Uh, but I, by the time I got to Creed, I was already like reestablished in Rocky. I've not seen all of the Rocky films though. I've not seen five, which I've heard is not good. Um, and then I've and not is that the one Tommy Machine Gun? I believe so. I don't yeah, know for yeah, sure. It's so bad. And so then bad. Uh, I've not seen Only... the one that's Balboa or Rocky Balboa. I think is what that it, one is the was sixth good. one. I yeah, like that one. I've heard that one's really good. I just haven't got to it. Um, so I have some gaps as well. But I did see Creed and Creed 2 uh, in the theater. Um, my daughter actually really liked Creed. She didn't make it to Creed 2 with me, but she did like Creed a whole lot. So, um, And actually, I'm next year for my visual tech classes, I am planning on teaching um, one or either Rocky or Creed. And I'm leaning towards Creed because of the diversity. Because you get you know Ryan Coogler as the director, you get Michael B. Jordan. And again, you get an amazing performance from rocky plus it is much like force awakens there's a lot of similarities from the first story of rocky and the first story of creed it's not identical but there's definitely uh borrowed beats from the two films so there's large planet destroying uh correct both have death stars yeah all all of the weeds um that's that's amazing creed has to take it out but um (laughs) everyone's like why was his name apollo because he was a he was building a spaceship to fight the Death Star. No one knew that. Um, nice. But, alright, uh, let's go. Um, I think we're all fans of Rocky. I think most people are fans of Rocky. It's hard not to like Rocky. In fact, if I remember correctly, Corey, those marathons you mentioned were yeah. very frequently around 4th of July. Uh, You're probably right. The, very, like, the, the Stars and Stripes were his shorts. You know, that was that was the norm. Um, very patriotic. Uh, America. Yep, yep. That's exactly right. Running up, you know, the Liberty Bell uh, steps. No. Um, all right, Mike, what is your number four? All right, I'm glad we had a little bit of time with Rocky because I'm still digging up the last name for this character. Ah. Um, and I went with uh, Jed Eckert from Red Dawn as played by Patrick Swayze. Uh, and this is the original. I do not yeah. count the other that had the name attached that was shelved for good reason and then eventually released once some of its cast got a little more famous and trying to cash in on that with it was just garbage don't waste your time with that um red dawn is one of those and what's interesting it was only a few weeks back we've been going through the cold war and i i I get a feeling some of the kids were familiar with this and they're always wanting to suggest films to use in class i'm like well this isn't something that actually happened but it was a valid fear of ours and I think one of the qualities of a few of these characters that we're talking about is maybe the reluctant hero. And hmm. he's thrown in the Jed and his brother played by um, Charlie Sheen are thrown into this situation, not by choice. They have to do what they have to do. And it, it, he, you know, any eighties child is going to know the cry of Wolverines and what that means. Yeah, and it's just, and it's not, you know, uh, he's not out there holding an M60 with one arm and feeding the ammo to himself. It's just a very kind of a very real uh, hero, in my estimation, is what I would figure. Hmm. I got to be real. I own this. I have not seen it. Um, what? What? No! I haven't no. seen this either. Oh! Oh it's not my. just me. No, and it has Patrick Swayze in it. I mean, yeah, and Charlie Sheen. Um, it, it was it was a tough choice between this, yes. between this. Well, it's got um, between this Maybe. and Roadhouse, but it's got Leah Thompson, 
Jennifer oh, yeah. Grey, C. Thomas Howell. Oh, wow. Um, uh, um, what a cast, man. Yeah, uh, Harry Dean Stanton. Oh. Um, a very quick role. Blinking, you miss it role. Uh, but, yeah, um, just the way it's... It was a lightning in a bottle cast and just would never happen again. I don't even know why they tried. Well, you know, it's funny. I don't believe I was even aware of it until the remake that you're talking about, which I've not seen either. Oh, my not gosh. Seen either. But, um, yeah, somehow. I mean, I was born in 82, and Corey was born yeah. like, in the early 90s. They don't talk about that. Um, yeah. So, uh, see, I got you, Corey. I got you back. Um, Thank you. Thanks. And uh, I, I don't know. It was just not one that ever was brought to me, and I never saw it. And then again... Um, I've had it now for a few years, too. Like, I've been meaning to get to it. I just haven't. Let's do um, a Patrick Swayze month. We should totally do a Patrick Swayze because month. Because I have... they. I've been wanting to watch Roadhouse, and they have it on Amazon Prime or something. Yeah, I and have... I just, I, do you, haven't watched, you guys haven't watched Roadhouse? I haven't. I don't it's think so I have It's so unbelievably bad that it comes back to good, and then yeah. bad again, and back to good. I've definitely seen bad. scenes. I've seen some scenes from Roadhouse, and I've uh, heard many comedians make jokes about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, and Patrick's and some other stuff that I've, I mean, I've seen a lot of the big Patrick Swayze films, but Red Dawn and that for sure is at least two that we haven't seen. So, um, interesting. I'm, I'm hmm. yeah, I'm in, I'm interested. That's uh, maybe for next year for 2020. We'll Guys, start off. Dead for 10 years now. I know, I know, because I was oh, at FYE when it happened. And oh, um, whoa, that's crazy talk. And again, I'm guessing you all aren't familiar with the Mystery Science Theater 3000 Ode to Patrick Swayze. I don't about having so. having a Patrick Swayze Christmas. Nope, yeah. I do not know that. But now wow. I'm interested in that too. Okay. All right. Well, to, all to right. get rid of our shame, let's let me move us on to uh, number five, uh, four for me. And I'm going. Um, I'm kind of. I'm picking a character that's been around for over 20 years, but I'm picking the most recent iteration of the character, and that's Mad Max Fury Road. Mm. Um, and Mad Max. Now, I also I'm kind of cheating because I'm also going to throw in Imperator Furiosa into this uh, because she's awesome too. But because Max has the long series, it's his fourth film technically for Max. This is the Tom Hardy iteration. Mel Gibson obviously started the character off with uh, Mad Max, and then The Road Warrior, and then uh, Beyond Thunderdome. But uh, this one is just outstanding, and I really love Max. I love what's driving him. Um, you know, like survival for one but also that you know anger about losing his family and um this movie is so energetic there's so much action you know the driving the uh, the fighting while driving like it, it's so crazy it's so awesome to watch and hardy as max is just phenomenal um i mean i i freaking love this movie i've watched it three or four times and every time i watch it i'm just i'm just as engrossed and uh captivated by all of the stuff that's going on and how much of it is practical only makes me uh, even more insanely impressed with what I'm looking at. Um, and I'm very fortunate because I almost skipped this movie. I hadn't seen the old Mad Maxes when this one came out and I had no real interest in this. Um, and my friend kind of like pulled the, I've gone to all the movies you wanted to see card on me. And uh, yes. so, um, I went to uh, see it in 3d even. And I was, I walked out of the theater just like, Holy crap. What? Mind blown. I am so glad you made me go to this. And then I went and bought the other three. I had to watch all of them because I was just so into this character. So Mad Max is my number four. And I, uh, the more I'm even saying it, the more I'm confident in that pick. I love this movie. If you skipped yeah. Fury Road like I almost did, you owe it to yourself to see it. It is phenomenal. So uh, anything to add, guys? 
Definitely seconded. I'm not a big fan of the original Mad Max. I mean, the it was first one's kind of slow. Yeah, it is. Yeah, slow. kind of developing. Um, and then the ro- uh, to be honest, the Road Warrior is the first one that hit my consciousness, or as far as like that, that I became aware of. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know uh, at the time of its release and whatnot, I know there. <laughs> I think partially had to do with some of the uh, the. Um, more salacious parts of it. For example, I know that there, a couple of the humongous, uh, his crew or his gang were in the tents and they were being naughty, and that yeah, was brought yeah. to my attention. I was like, oh, okay, because I guess that's what we. You were some of Yeah, we were. That's that was that was that was the whispered about parts, um, and just the, the the idea. How many years had it been between Thunderdome and Fury Road? Uh, 20, I think, or real close. Yeah, the, I, like the two, two decades later, uh, and Thunderdome was one that I actually don't remember watching from beginning to end. I've watched bits and pieces of it. Yeah. Um, I think the Tina Turner song was enough for me. I was like, eh, I'm okay. Uh, I'm not going to bother with it. So, uh, yeah, I, I missed it at the theater, but totally worth it. Just makes it boggles the mind how he did all those practical things because it, it, I think if it had been CGI, it wouldn't have worked. It just did. Agreed. It, um, I think that's what killed the thing, prequel, remake, whatever you want to call that, because uh, they had done practical and were told to do CGI. Um, mm. But anyway. Well, that's my number four. Uh, let's go to Corey for her number three. So originally my number four was Max from Mad Max Fury Road. Oh. But... I decided to bump it up one, and I changed to Furiosa, because I I agree with you. I don't even know if it was mine or Bill's decision to go see this movie, but I just, like, it, the movie starts, and it's just going hard the whole time. Um, I don't know. And there are some parts that I think should be cheesy, but they're so awesome to see on the screen. Like mm-hmm. the guy hanging off of the car with a guitar. That That's so awesome. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about it and it's kind of cheesy. guitar. Yeah, but it's so awesome to see on the screen. Um, so I went with Furiosa because I just think that she is. She's so and awesome. I love Charlie Theron in that, uh, mm-hmm. in that role too. She just... She's ah, one of my she's favorite so actresses. I, I just saw her new movie with Seth Rogen, Longshot, and she's. Uh, I I actually believe that she loves Seth Rogen in that movie. Like she's such Aww. a good actress. Um, well, and this just and she's got so much range because this movie leaps and bounds different from like Tully, and then you look at uh, yeah. Longshot. I mean, she's phenomenal. Well, and yeah. even Tully um, wasn't that last year. Yep, like Jason Reitman's movie. Yeah, I she's great. Yeah, she, I I am. She's in my top five for sure. If we like, we did our top five actors and actresses. I think year one or maybe at the beginning of year two. But it might be time to revisit because my my list have definitely changed. Um, and she's in my list now, and I don't think she was when we did it all the way back then. But I've seen a lot of her movies, and I'm consistently impressed with her as a performer uh, because again, she's she's so able to like transform completely because even she's in prometheus which is a very like action type mm-hmm. sequence but her character is so different yeah. in that movie yeah. yeah um and man have Furiosa... you seen her as eileen oh go ahead i'm sorry oh i was gonna say oh uh, yeah monster what... mm-hmm. oh i have i need to rewatch monster though. I, was, I was definitely not giving it 100 percent of my attention when i saw it but yeah uh, d- my god what an actress but um 
it was hard picking. Like I went with Max more for like, even though it's a different actor, it's Mel Gibson, and uh, we tried not to. You know, Mel Gibson's still kind of on the outs. He's not as on the outs as a lot of other actors now, but he's still not. It's not cool to like Mel Gibson, but. 80s Mel Gibson, everyone still liked him, and I, I like Max, but Furiosa almost owns this movie, so yeah, it's hard not to make her the action character, but I went with Max for the franchise, but in this movie, uh, definitely, Furiosa is such a powerhouse. Um, that When they first meet up, too, the fight they have is so awesome. Um, yeah, I love that sequence. I have both of their pop vinyls, too, because I really love oh. this movie. I have... Hello? Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. It just faded out. Have you caught Tom Hardy and Bronson yet? I no, I still have not, and I have Bronson okay. now. I just haven't watched it yet. All right, just saying because. Yeah, and I'm a, I I'm a, a big feeling you like it. Yeah, I, I oh, love yeah. Tom Hardy. So uh, even his not as great movies have been great to me. Um, I'm but... afraid of the of the craze one, the one where he plays the twins. Oh, the legend. Um, legend, yeah. Yeah, it was. It's the movie's not great. His performance is real good. Um, okay. But yeah, the movie I, th- I thought was a little slow, and I, I had uh, I, movies sound mixing sometimes is bad, and I felt like when he was speaking, it was really hard to hear him sometimes. Mm. Um, and it didn't help <laughs> with like, the, the accents. <laughs> it's like movie. Are you trying to share something with the class? Yeah, hey, for real. Come on, speak up, movie. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, that, let's go. That's Corey's number three, same as my number four. Let's go to Mike for his number three. Oh, it's back to me already? Jeez. Um, okay, and I tried very... I've been looking at a couple spots. I could not find a first name. But I went with Kyung from Rumble in the Bronx. And Oh, nice. I I gotta be honest. I, I, I vaguely remember Jackie Chan and the Cannonball Run. Way back when, I don't know if you guys are. Do you guys even know the Cannonball Run? I know of it. I've not seen it. Okay, okay. Just think of like a wacky across the uh, across the country race. Uh, Burt Reynolds is a star, and um, but Jackie Chan was one of the, on one of the teams, and I that's maybe slightly remember him. But I remember when I saw something about this, and then seeing this in the theater. There is some element of ridiculousness in that. It's obvious they're not in New York uh, for some of this stuff, but. What really stands out, though, and 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 most of his productions is the fact that he's doing all of what you see, yep. and all this choreography, and you know, even throughout the, um, um, I, I know he broke his foot in this because uh, most of the time at the end of his films you get the outtakes blooper, and bloopers outtakes, yeah. and reels, and you see that back they literally had something to slip over his cast. When he there's a, a, a an escape scene where he's jumping from a parking garage to another you know building, and it's like whoa, it's insane, and he's doing that with a cast on his foot, and that's what blows my mind. Um, obviously, his you know level of work, the amount volume of work has kind of decreased. I've, I missed out on the one where his daughter uh, it was fairly recent. I forget how long yeah, ago it was. Um, the foreigner with uh, yes, that's the one. Pierce Brosnan. Yep. Yeah, I heard he's Missed not in it as much as he is in the trailer. Like the trailer makes it look like it's his movie, and oh, I wow. hear he vanishes for a big chunk of it. But um, oh, that stinks. I one uh, Rumble in the Bronx was my introduction to him, and I grew up a huge fan of Bruce Lee. Um, and Rumble in the Bronx was like the first Jackie Chan movie I saw. And then um, my friend David, a friend and editor of Book Reviews, uh, David became a huge fan and was ordering like the uh, Chinese like 
bootlegs online before, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. before online ordering was a normal thing. He was getting like you know like oh here's Drunken Master. We watched tons and tons <laughs> of his movies. Um, I actually I was debating on which I wanted to put him on my list. I didn't feel right putting like Rush Hour because like I liked Rush Hour, but I don't love Rush Hour, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I do like Shanghai uh, Noon quite a bit. I've never I've never watched either of those Shanghai Noon or Nights. I haven't watched Night. Um, I, I just can't get past Night, but I like Noon. I think Noon works, and I think Noon's one of uh. Owen Wilson's funnier performances. Um, but wow. I, I almost went with Police Story, uh, which was super mm-hmm, cop in the States. Mm-hmm. But um, yep. I almost went with that, and I ended up not... He ended up not making my top five, but I'm glad he's on yours. Because, yeah, the the stuff he did for action movies in general, he paved the way for, like, John Wick, where these stunts are being done by Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, the martial arts sequencing, and, uh, I mean, God, the fight choreography reminds me a lot of... Um, of uh john wick too you know a lot of wide shots so you can actually see the action because that's where a lot of american action films we cut on the the punches because they don't actually have any training in fighting <laughs> um i actually taught this year i taught jackie chan's one of his early films project a um where he uh pays homage to the slapstick com- comedians from the old days like there's a very clear um homage to uh the hanging from the clock which i god i can't think of his name right now for some reason but the, the iconic silent film where the guy's hanging from the clock oh charlie chaplin no it's not chaplin it's, oh, um, uh, it's not uh, keaton um, it's the, um, the third one whose name is not coming oh out. gosh yeah it's gonna bug me now yep it's driving me nuts uh but and then he, he pays homage to keaton and he pays homage to chaplin throughout this major fight sequence and it's it's really cool project a um, he, his character's name is Dragon, which is, like, super late. But, um, <laughs> it's a funny movie, but it's also got Sammo Hung, who is his regular collaborator. No. Um, it's a real classic. And my students were apprehensive about watching it, but ended up really getting into it for the most part. I debated Sammo Hung. I really thought about it and just couldn't think of one because I really only knew him of, uh, from the TV series, a very yep. short-lived TV series. I like yeah. that TV series. I watched it because I was a big Sam Hung and Jackie Chan fan. <laughs> um, and, and, but then it just didn't click. It was unfortunate yeah. for him. Yeah, no, it didn't. Um, but, yeah, uh, and Jackie's career had the big up, and then it dropped off severely, unfortunately. Um, but, I mean, in America. In America. He still has a very strong career in China. But um, he was beloved for a little while, and then quickly with sequel. I think sequel fatigue really killed his American mo- momentum. But... Um, but cool pick. Uh, Corey, are you at all a fan of Jackie Chan? Um, I have seen some of his movies. The only ones that I can remember, though, are like the Rush Hour movies. My dad was a big, big fan. But, yeah. Not myself so much. Well, I went uh, for my number three, which we're going to transition now into. Um, I went with uh, Ripley from the Alien franchise. Um, but yeah, specifically hev- heavily in Aliens, uh, even though it's James Cameron and I often am at odds with him. Um, I-, I love Sigourney Weaver anyways, but Ripley is kind of like the first badass female action hero in a lot of ways. Um, and she's fighting something way scarier than most of the action heroes we've talked about because the Xenomorph is horrifying. And while the first movie, she doesn't get a lot of action moments, um, the second one, she definitely does. And the third one, and the terrible, 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 terrible fourth one. Um, cannot stress how terrible the fourth one is. <laughs> like, it's real bad, guys. Um, Absolute torture. Pretend yeah. it doesn't exist. Oh man, um, can't believe that exists. But uh, I, I really love Ripley. Um, she's she's super awesome. And again, Sigourney Weaver just owns this character. And there is talk that they uh, 
they might do an alien movie that's not connected um, to the Prometheus and Covenant stories, and it would be a, like a direct sequel. I think of Alien Three, but maybe of Aliens because there are a lot of people who don't like Fincher's Alien movie. Um, I find I see that there's good stuff in it. I don't think it's a great movie or anything, but um, the first two Aliens are amazing, and Aliens uh, Ripley gets to really you know fight the aliens and there's so many different ones and there's a lot of shooting sequences and you get the marines and it's just freaking awesome so that's my number three ripley that's a Can't. great pick yeah yeah definitely yep and i i was uh i won't deny it. i purposely i wanted to make sure i included a female action hero and i considered furiosa but went with max and then one of my honorable mentions is a female action character that i freaking really love but i don't have the history with yet to like put her as my top five but I do with Ripley, and so I had no hesitation um, putting Ripley up in that list. So, uh, that said, let's move to Corey. What's your number two? I, um, I mean, I already named one, but she wasn't originally on my list. But I, too, really wanted to have one on my list. But I had to... I've talked about these movies before. I'm sorry I'm going back to them. I feel like it's been a little while since I have. I know that you know this is on my list, but... Maybe it's what you thought was number one. Hmm. I had to go with Celine from the Underworld franchise. Oh, nice. No, I wasn't. I forgot you liked these movies. Actually, <laughs> I love no, these I... movies. Even when they start getting bad, and I really, I'm just too invested. You know, like the last one was not good, and I knew it wasn't going to be good, but I went anyways. But um, I just love her. I love that she's a rebel, and she does not do what she's told to do. True. I, it's, I laugh only because, uh, as I was talking, these picks, and I had most of them picked, this was a suggestion from my wife, and I didn't go with it because I, uh, let me, I'm digging up the one I remember seeing Kate Beckinsale originally, and I want to say it's Cold Comfort Farm. Mm-hmm. And it was just such a change for her. Let's just look for Underworld. But it, it just, I'm like, that's not, hashtag not my Kate Beckinsale. Um, I want to dig up because it it's one of those that not everybody knows from her. And it's just a perfect little film. Totally not action in any way. Now not, it's going to bug me that I can't remember the name of it. It is. Cold Comfort Farm from 95, directed by John Schlesinger with the other person, what was it? Stephen Fry's in it. Um, It's a TV movie, too, apparently. Freddie Jones, was it? Yeah, according to IMDb, it's got TV movie Interesting, interesting. Ian McKellen was in it. Rufus Sewell, that's the first time I remember seeing Rufus Sewell. Um, And if you even look at some stills and production, she looks so different in Mm. Underworld. I was like, that's just not the Kate Beckinsale, I remember, and nothing against it because I think I know on on this release I really loved it, and I debated including her, but I just didn't feel the connection. Underworld's a movie that owes a lot to the Matrix. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. the the leather, the guns, the even the, some of the action sequences are very heavily influenced by the success of the nineteen ninety nine film. Um, I liked it a lot when it came out. I last time I tried to rewatch it, I was very like, oh. Um, Man, and it's a little it's a little slow in the beginning. I think it takes a little too much time dancing around trying to build the world and not doing as nearly a good job as they do in the Matrix. Outside of that opening subway sequence, mind you, that sequence is amazing. But um, I I I kind of 
never got into the sequels though. I, I was so into the first one, and then I, something happened where I just didn't make it to Underworld. Right? Is that the second one? Or no? I'm sorry. Evolution. Underworld Evolution is the second one I think. And I after that, I I did catch Rise of the Lichens. I didn't get into that one. And I've seen. Oh, I of the loved other Rise ones. of the Lichens. Um. Yeah. I I am not opposed, but I'm definitely not a fan um of the franchise. But she was awesome in this movie, so I will totally say heck yeah, good call. Um, I had a similar, because this movie, I think this franchise kind of gets laughed at, and they get, as you said, progressively worse. Um, I I almost went with one that I'll save in case it's on someone's list, uh, another female action star, who I think deserves to be on a list, um, but the movies that the actress has done get bad, so I'll I'll hold that for honorable mentions, but... um, all right, that's uh, Corey's uh, number two. My other thing, too, and I don't want to dwell on it too much, is uh, one of the largely untapped RPG worlds. Uh, are you guys familiar with World of Darkness? Nope. Mm-mm. It has Vampire the Masquerade, uh, oh, the Oblivion. I used to read um, those books. Okay, yeah, well, I mean, it has all to do, most of it was very political and definitely had the vampires at odds with werewolves and their <laughs> wraiths and very dark uh, for any D and D player. It's it definitely dealt in those. Uh, there, there was a well. I mean, it's called World of Darkness Universe, and I always thought uh, part of me wanted to think that it was related. Then there hadn't really been. I don't think the Underworld was based on that at all. Uh, you mean there's no garlic bullets in that uh, game? Um, not, you know what? There could be, but I'm not okay. sure. I, I didn't play it enough. All right. Well. Um, that leads to Mike's number two, then. Mike, what you got? All right, I'm going... This probably will be no surprise to anyone, but I went with Leon from Leon the Professional. Yeah, I was totally um, expecting that. Our buddy, Luke Besson, uh, is just... This movie blew me away um, from the beginning. I remember seeing it on the big screen. You get to see the mundane training activity. Well... Actually, the way you're introduced to the character at the beginning and just the uh, that hit he carries out just is like, whoa. And it's very simple and elegant and these kind of flourishes he's got. And then, you know, later on you see him, he's not living the high life or mm-hmm. any sort. You know that, that the, his handler is pretty much pocketing all his money and whatnot. And the, again, the reluctant hero anti-hero i guess you could say that he becomes because of what happens to his neighbor's family uh bringing in natalie portman because i debated her but i mean this is I, it's I leon's leon. movie yeah yeah it's it, it is and, and and just that whole and i don't want to give it away because it is a voyage gary oldman's over the top corrupt police office dea agent and um just everything worked perfectly uh, just some of these little touches, the like I said, the mundane activities you get to see him training and whatnot, and the idea he's solid onto his whole milk and his plants, and it's just very, it's very, it's not a, stat, not a flat character. Very, I think very, you get to see a lot of dimensions of him. Yeah, I and agree. that really worked for him. Um, I watched this at the that was the last movie I watched in my 366 challenge, which ended up actually being, I think 384 that I watched on New Year's Eve of uh, the end of 2016. So I mm. finally got to it, and I was also very into it. And it, it makes me sad, though, because Luke Besson is so hit or miss 
Um, yep. When he hits, though, it hits hard, and then uh, <laughs> you know he misses, it's very he misses pretty hard. <laughs> it's very. Whenever anyone says that anymore, I have to go with that meme song. I'm like, nope, I have to contain myself. Yep, yep. Um, Corey, have you seen Leon, the professional? I have not. <gasps> yeah, you definitely what? should check no. it out. It's, it's really, really cool. <laughs> Plus, Nat, young Natalie Portman, like thirteen yeah, years old. Oh, I was thinking younger. I thought I want to say oh. twelve. Okay, maybe twelve. Um, before she's Padme. Um, Oof. <laughs> so, uh, that's... I've seen uh, two of Mike's four movies so far, so I need to see his last movie in order to win the gamble, and you have seen zero, if I'm not mistaken, there, right, Corey? Pretty sure that's <laughs> correct. Um, so, I, I've got it pretty much unlocked. Uh, even if I don't hit my three, I've still seen more than you, so... Um, that leads me to my number two, though. And I went with a big franchise. Uh, it's a six-film franchise at this point. Um, oh. Although, I'm being selective. I'm picking films three through six. Because that's oh, what yeah. really clicks for me. Um, and this is Corey's favorite actor. Uh, Tom Cruise. As Ethan Hunt. Oh. Goodbye. Oh. Goodbye. In Mission Impossible 3 <laughs> through uh, 6. Uh, which is Mission Impossible 3, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation, and Fallout. Um, I... I don't dislike the first one, but I don't feel like it's as much of an action movie. There's, yeah, it yeah. takes a lot longer to get to the action. Where, but two is an action movie. Two's an MTV nightmare. Um, it, uh, it just, well, that's our that's our friend John Woo. So ah, sorry John Woo, but JJ comes in. <laughs> JJ Abrams comes in for Mission Impossible Three, uh, revitalizes, breathes new life in the franchise, <laughs> and. Yep. Um, I, I love Ethan Hunt in these movies. And much like we mentioned with Jackie Chan, Tom Cruise is very famous for these movies because he does his own stunts. And he does stunts that are insane and he does not need to do, but he does them anyways. And, man, um, I love all of these. And, of course, we cannot forget that my one of my favorite actors, Simon Pegg, shows up in Mission Impossible 3 and is a regular staple of the franchise after this one, uh, which only makes me love this franchise all the more. But I do, I love Ethan Hunt in these films. He is so great. And, um, you know, he's he's a total super spy. You know, he's always going to make it. You don't know how. He just manages to always pull it out. But, um, and that's one of the things I love about Rogue Nation is that there is a part in Rogue Nation where he's off a little bit. And it's it adds for a lot of great humor. He kind of mocks himself because he's supposed to be like this perfect, I had everything done correctly. And he's like stumbling and he's driving badly. And it's, uh, it's really fun. And... Man, I just, uh, you know, if you had said to me uh, when Ghost Protocol came out, I think I had written Mission Impossible off. Like, after two, I was, like, done with it. And I skipped three for a while, and then my friends were just all raving about Ghost Protocol, which most of them only saw it because they attached the Dark Knight trailer to the IMAX screenings of Ghost Protocol. So if you went and saw Ghost Protocol, you got to see, like, five or ten minutes. Maybe it's Dark Knight Rises. I can't remember for sure. But you got uh, footage from Nolan's new Batman movie before it was out. And so a bunch of my friends went to see it just to see the, the Batman footage. And then we're like raving about how great Ghost Protocol was. And I was like, whatever, sure. Um, and then I finally sat and watched it and was like, holy crap, I love this. Loved Rogue Nation and I loved Fallout. So I am all all about Ethan Hunt and he is my number two action star. Action hero. I don't know that I've watched. I don't barely remember two, but one was the brutal. one I stuck with. Um... Uh, maybe one day I'll get her. I've seen bits and pieces of the other ones, but just not all the way through. I, I, I don't know why. 
I recommend them. I I own all six. Um, I I bought a uh, box set, uh, Blu-ray box set of the first five, and then um, I got Fallout as soon as it came out. Because I am I am a big fan. Like I said, uh, I I have not rewatched two though of my box set, but it was again it was a box set, so I got all of them. Um, I I tried to rewatch one, and one's uh, your what your director though, De Palma. Um, De Palma mm-hmm. is, uh, but man, it just I I get so bored so fast in the first one. Um, they can't get to the act. I mean, the action sequences in that film are great, like the iconic scene of him hanging from the roof and stuff. Those are really cool, but it takes so long to get to those. Um, and then two is just ridiculous. Like the the motorcycle jousting is like the one of the worst. Things. <laughs> And I will, I'll admit though, since I'm bashing two so much, uh, two is also where they had Limp Bizkit do the theme song, and I am Oof. a Limp Bizkit fan still. Uh, it's a shame of mine, but I can't help it. I, it's something about the music just clicks for me, and I do like that version of the song. So, and I use, I know how to play it on the guitar. But um, that said, <laughs> that's my number two. I know Corey. Uh, to clarify, Corey hates Tom Cruise. So <laughs> what? Why? I, no. I just think he's crazy. But well, I still yeah, will sure. watch some movies with him. Oh, okay. I mean, I recently-ish, I think last year, watched Vanilla Sky. Vanilla Sky is great. I'm really, I'm I, really, well, really bad with time. Like, I just my one of my good friends is a big fan of Tom Cruise, so she like told me I needed to watch it, so I watched it. And we watched no Magnolia. Oh my gosh! Wow, that, Magnolia that is on the PTA. Movie. Yep, my yep, favorite. Yep. Movie. Worship the anyway. Um, no offense to Cameron Crowe because I've seen bits and pieces of Vanilla Sky, but try giving um, the original. A, yeah, a, a, I've been meaning to because um, it's the same actress. Uh, is it Penelope yes, Cruz? Uh, yeah, Penelope Cruz. Penelope yep. Out uh, of los ojos or open your eyes, which I think they include in bits and pieces of Vanilla Sky the, that, the, mm-hmm. the, the actual phrase. Yeah, I've had it on correctly. my my radar since I saw Vanilla Sky, but um, and of course, uh, Michael Shannon plays the security guard in Vanilla Sky, very small in the background. Yeah, for like Whoa. one second, I think I texted you, I was like, oh my god, Michael Shannon! Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was over. Yeah, little, little, very small role for him, but, uh, okay, that's my number two, we can't dwell on it too long, let's get to the number ones. Corey, what is your number one action hero or who? Okay. Okay. So I know that it was the whatever for this list, but I couldn't leave off John Wick. I just love him so much. And even though I know that there's probably a puppy and it's probably going to die. Sorry guys. We talked about spoilers. (gasps) I still, I just, I go in and I watch it and I love it every second of it. And I love I, this like world that it's in and we still don't really know that much about it and I hope that they kind of go a little more into that in the third one. I think the third one's going to be wild, but I even saw the second one I think on opening weekend and I like yep. I hate sitting close to the screen. I hate it so much and I had to crane my head back to like be able to see it, but you know, it just needed to happen, but I yep. love John Wick. And we did and do a I, podcast episode about it right away, so. Yeah. Um, you we, know. We might need probably, to do that for three. We might. They probably need to just go ahead and create an MMORPG for this, where you can uh, all be assassins and oh whatnot. Oh my god, that would be amazing. Yes. They could just, just make saying. it like a Battle Royale game. Um you know, no, it could be. I mean, there, there, there's several different directions this could take. For sure, 
I mean, I've only spent the, all of 20 seconds thinking about it, but, you know. Well, let's copyright that idea real fast. Uh, because <laughs> Now that I've already exposed it out to the hey, world. only us have heard it. This is not a live broadcast. No, uh, that's fair. That's fair. By the time fair. you've listened to this, Mike owns the copyright, <laughs> um, so don't try anything. Uh, I, I'm, I debated on including this, Corey, because I, I definitely could easily put him in my top five um i love this character i love keanu reeves in this role it, it revitalized his uh, career for for many people and again i don't think we're getting bill and ted three without the john wick success i think that was a big part of like, them pushing for that and i'm very excited about the potential of what bill and ted three could be um bill and ted face the music is the official title um very excited what? about that potential but um, I gotta say, I mentioned, I hinted that I would know your number one, and this was not what I was expecting. Not in a bad way. I'm glad you love John Wick, but I thought your new tradition of seeing Die Hard at Christmas would have put John McClane <laughs> at number one. Um, He's on honorable mentions. And I, I left him off my list because I was sure he would be on yours. So I'm uh, a little sad. but I mean, he's a badass too. I mean, and I just love that New York cop. I couldn't justify putting Hudson Hawk on my list, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, I feel like, why not? I couldn't. I couldn't. I tried. I was like, I'm like, it's not quite Making a bulleted enough. list. Yeah. Of, um, uh, it... But, um, yeah, John Wick. Corey, you are awesome not player. a true fan. I know. Not a true fan. I, no I more mean, cappuccinos for you. Oh, I will always drink cappuccinos. Um, although I have started drinking Americanos a lot because there's no mm-hmm. milk in an Americano. And I'm trying, I'm, uh attempting to be healthy um i've i've been doing pretty well for the last couple of months um i have made a drastic shift into uh i've gone keto guys i'm not trying to be trendy i'm trying to be healthy and my uh my my good friend has lost a bunch of weight on keto and i've seen the results um and so i am uh i'm going that route so like americano no carbs cappuccino 12 carbs gotta you gotta fight it so um current new beverage americano but um that said, good pick for number one, Corey. Although, like you said, a little on the nose since this is what inspired the list in the first place. But that's fine. Mike, what is your number one? There was a reason I stayed pretty quiet when you mentioned your pick for, I forget which number. But when you mentioned Ellen Ripley, I'm like, <sighs> and I stuck specifically to Aliens. Um, because Alien, not that it's anything bad, but you're, Again, she's that reluctantly put mm-hmm. into the situation that she is in. Uh, well, much like we said with only, Evil not, Dead, it's a horror movie. Uh, it's a sci-fi mm-hmm. horror film, and mm-hmm. Aliens mm-hmm. goes full action for a major chunk of the movie. Um, well, and the other part is not only because you mentioned the idea she's fighting this horrifying creature, the xenomorph, but she's also fighting the horrifying human element. Uh-huh. Because the Paul Reiser character, Burke, uh-huh. is such a dillweed. Oh, yeah. And he's strictly after the... I mean, she already knew the company has no interest in keeping their... All they care is their pro- profit line. Mm-hmm. And I get it. that That's what they are. And and uh, uh, listening to a different podcast very recently, I had to, they had the comment, in one of the, one of the Aliens films, I swear there's a throwaway line, and I feel like I heard it too, where they talk about Walmart having purchased Waylon Utani, the oh. company, and oh. that's like, oh yeah, it's like what? what? Uh, so ultimately, Walmart is all evil. Um, but so yeah, the whole part 
where she's talking. She even asks them, have IQs dropped sharply? She's trying to explain to them what happened and being, you know, rational, which she sounds completely irrational, but just, and then now they have to go back and consult her and just her picking up, just seeing her. And, and I love how he did it, how James Cameron did it. The load lifter. Is there anything? I feel like a fifth wheel, third wheel, whatever she said. And so what can I, you know, I don't know. What can you do? And she picks up and starts handling the load lifter and her futuristic Reeboks that I think I wish I'd had, but nobody, yeah. nobody put into production. Um, yeah, she is. Yes. Led the way. Uh, and, and I, 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 I Honestly, my honorable mention list was much quicker to build. It literally built itself, and, and this was tougher, but I, I felt like she belonged on this list. Agreed. Um, definitely paves the way. And uh, I'll, I'll throw a couple other um, names out there when we get to honorable mentions. But, okay. Um, and we, Corey and I have already spoken about Alien, so we'll move to my number one. Um, my number one is Keanu Reeves, but in an earlier action character, Neo. Um, the Matrix, uh, the Matrix, and honestly, I'm gonna go full trilogy, because I still love Neo. Even if I have problems with the trilogy, I love the character of Neo. I like you, the whole arc. You never go full trilogy. Uh, but <laughs> well, I um, I love the Matrix. It is a movie that um, I actually at some point in the last like five years, I started to kind of distance myself from the Matrix. To like, I felt like it wasn't a movie cinephile movie. And I've recently, with the 20th anniversary this year, um, I've found out that, no, no, it's totally a cinephile movie, and it's it's not, like, you won't be shamed for liking this particular film. Because this was, I saw it when I was 17 the first time. Like, I went to the theater. I had my very, very good friend was like, dude, you have to come see this movie. And I'm like, what is it? I haven't even heard of it. And he's, you know, telling me about it, and I'm just like, I guess, and then I walked out, like, my mind was blown, I'd never seen anything mm -hmm. like it, I was just so into it, um, I've owned it on VHS, DVD, and Blu-ray, uh, and digital, um, I, I love this movie, and the 20th anniversary has made me revisit it, and, in fact, I just watched the Wachowskis, uh, Speed Racer for the first time, which I freaking loved, I don't know if you guys oh. have seen it, but I had a blast with Speed Racer, like, I'm not a fan, I'm not, I'm not, like, against the original, but I never watched the cartoon, so I have no prior affiliation but i had a blast with uh speed racer and it's really innovative in a lot of ways but the matrix as i mentioned with Corey's pick for underworld has influenced many 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 films that have come since then and i i grew up like uh watching martial art films i loved um you know i loved bruce lee i got really into jackie chan when his movie started coming to america um and so this film just combines so many things that I was into. I was very, uh, I'm, I'm a web designer, so I've always been into tech and computers. So I love the whole idea. I'm not a hacker, but I've always loved the idea of hackers. So like that, that's a big part of this. And then um, I got really into philosophy, I think as a direct result of these movies. And, um, you know, I've studied a lot of philosophy. I've taught philosophy, uh, or at least a version of philosophy. And I immediately was like neo is my number one i i mean he's it's his name guys if you rearrange the letters in neo mm -hmm. it yep. spells it's one, one guys so you know how could i put him anywhere else on my list uh he had to be the number one um and again keanu is i think maybe my favorite action star which i didn't realize until doing this but john wick is easily could have been on this list i left it off because of the influence of the the list um and 
I don't know if you guys, I know, I know Mike has, but Point Break, Johnny Utah is pretty awesome, you know? We watched like, that at the movie club. I we did. I am an FBI agent. We did. I think you're right, Corey. And then also, I love Speed. I haven't seen Speed in years, but when I was a kid, I loved that movie. So, you know, Keanu Reeves is pretty awesome. And he does a lot of his own stunts. Uh, in John Wick, he took some major risks that he did not have to take. So, um, again, I guess we, Tom Cruise, Jackie Chan, and Keanu are all known for doing stunts of their own. Um, and they're all on our list. So maybe that's the key here. Uh, with that, um, do you guys have anything to add to The Matrix before we get to honorable mentions? Okay. I, I just, to be honest, um, I just wish they'd stuck to the first one. Yeah. I think. I, I do agree. I think the second and third have good things, but it also feels, I don't know. Um, I, I will say that a, a podcast that I've praised a few times has become kind of my obsession when I listen to now um, is the Blank Check podcast because they do uh, filmographies. And I just listened to their series on the Wachowskis. And um, the, uh, David, who is the film critic part of the show, uh, makes really strong arguments for two and three. Like the strongest arguments I've heard as to why they're um, not bad, but like he still won't, he understands why you may not like them, but he makes strong arguments for what they're doing. And, uh, it, it swayed me to want to rewatch them because I haven't watched the third one in a long time. Cause I hate the freaking mech scenes. Like, I think the mech scenes are just a mess and there's a lot of story problems, I think in the third one, but, um, his arguments made me want to go back to him and maybe give him another look. And, uh, they also, they, they sold me on Jupiter ascending again which I, I don't know if you guys saw but it's uh, i wanted to it's pretty wild I... it's pretty wild um and their their take on it i think uh the wachowskis are visionaries and um not everybody's ready for their movies when they show up and it's kind of impressive that they keep getting to make some films although it's been a few years now and i've not watched their tv series on netflix since eight but i've heard uh pretty good things about it so i'm trying to get to that at some point but um, that said, let's go to honorable mentions. Corey, um, what what do you want to name drop here? Okay. I did have John McClane, Woo. Indiana Jones, yes, The Bride too. from Kill Bill, Volume 1 and oh, 2. Nice. Alice from Resident Evil. That's the one I was going to mention was uh, Mila Djokovic because she's pretty awesome as an action star. Um, but her movies are generally kind of bad despite her being awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Anything else I didn't mean to cut you off there? No, that's it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I definitely I want I was gonna name drop her too, so I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, although I was gonna go with the Fifth Element from Fifth Element because that oh. was the first I became aware of her. But um, I do like I like a lot of the Resident Evil movies, even though they're pretty bad. Uh, she's she's awesome in them. Uh, Mike, what about you? What you got? I went with some of the more common ones: uh, John McClane from Die Hard, yep. Indiana Jones from uh, obviously all the Indiana Jones ones, the three, James Bond. the three Indiana Jones movies. That uh, yes, no, yeah, not not all of them. Correct. Um, yeah, there's yeah. only three. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I'm, actually, I'm not a Temple of Doom fan, uh, but anyway, I'm not either, uh, James. Dude. I completely uh, agree with you. It, it just wasn't very good. Um, you know, uh, James Bond, uh, most notably the Daniel Craig iteration, Me too. Me too. because I was surprised at his performance. He was really, really good at it. Uh, oh, friend John Rambo, except for part three. 
um, uh, Snake Plissken, but the original film only. Not I need to watch that like. still. It's been a long time. Since you I saw not... it. I saw it as a kid because my grandpa loved it, and I didn't. I don't think I got it as a kid. Oh, okay. I need okay. to go back. to Well, it. I. You know how difficult it was to not include Jack Burton. On He's my on my honorable mentions too, man. Yeah, okay, I almost yeah, put him on my I top just, five. I want it. I just, but I'm like, I've had him on different. I feel people know that Big Trouble in Little China, mm-hmm. uh, and I was so glad to be able to see it on the big screen. Uh, is part of me. So, yeah. Um, for me, I had a lot of the same thing you guys said, uh, McLean, Jones. Um, I had Jason Bourne. Um, yes. Um, I really like the Bourne movies kind of changed the action style in Hollywood movies for a while. We got very shaky action sequences as a result of Bourne, but the, they were really good. Um, I've But I've not rewatched them much, so that's why I was apprehensive to put them higher on my list. Um, I went with the comedic one that I've said probably too many times, which was Nicholas Angel from Hot Fuzz. Uh, which is technically a parody of action action heroes, but that, to me that makes him even a better action hero in some weird ways. Um, here's one that I don't think gets enough love: Rick O'Connell. Do you guys know what movie he's from? Um, from uh, from the Mummy. Yes, I love what? that movie so much, mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. think it's underrated. And I mm-hmm. I'm fighting for uh, Brendan Fraser as the action hero. I almost put him in my top five because I really love that character. I think he's so awesome. Uh-huh. I really wish I would. I mean, we have so many streaming services, but I want to see his work on in Doom Patrol. Yes, and I, I, I can't get past the aesthetic of Doom Patrol. It's just in the trailers, and just like, uh, can't. I can't. It just looks. <laughs> it doesn't look good to me. But, um, and then my other uh, female, because Corey mentioned Mila Djokovic for Resident Evil, um, but I have Alita from Alita Battle Angel, the Robert Rodriguez film from last from this year. Sorry, um, I've only seen it once though, and that was my hesitation to put it on my top five. But right. I loved Alita. I thought Alita was amazing, both visually stunning, but I loved the character. I was really taken by the character, and um, I'm going to forget her the actress's name, but I really I've liked her in everything I've seen her in. Um, she's in the Maze Runner trilogy, and she's also in Chips, the uh, TV adaptation from. Um, Man, I'm just forgetting all sorts of names. Uh, Kristen Bell's husband. Uh, Dax Shepard. There it is, Dax Shepard. Um, sorry to refer to you as that, Dax. But, uh, <laughs> um, that Dax is one. Oh, yeah, but I really liked Alita, so uh, I honestly considered uh, putting her in my top five. I know our friend Rosa of the show. Salazar. Rosa Salazar, that's it. I know friend of the show, Brendan, would probably put her in this list because he saw the movie several times, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I wanted to see it again. I did not get the opportunity, but uh, it's one I'm definitely going to add to my collection. Despite James Cameron's attachment to it, um, I still I uh, really, really, really liked Elite Battle Angel. I thought it was gorgeous, too. Um, hmm. So I missed that on that one. Yeah, I think that was... Uh, I actually saw that one in IMAX, which I don't usually bother to do, um, but I was, I'm very Whoa. glad that... IMAX 3D, even, and I'm very glad I did because it actually takes advantage. Much like... You gotta think Cameron uh, kind of brought 3D back into the mainstream with Avatar, and you can see his influence uh, in 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 Alita. It's definitely, and from what I've heard, Robert Rodriguez said he tried to make a James Cameron movie. That was like his ambition with Alita, Hmm. Um, and you you still feel Rodriguez in it, but you definitely see the Cameron influence in this in the style. So, um, and again, Rosa Salazar I think is an up and coming superstar. Uh, unfortunately, Alita didn't do as well as it could have. I think it did enough mm-hmm. worldwide where it could get a sequel, which it definitely hints at. Um, and there's more to the graphic novel or whatever, the anime. I'm not sure if it's manga or whatever, but um, 
yeah, definitely one if uh, when it comes out. It should be out soon. Definitely worth checking out, guys. Um, with that, that concludes our top five list for this episode. Uh, we did, again, our top five action heroes. We'd love to hear what you think should have been on our list or who we left out. You can reach us on social media. I am at Burke Reviews. Corey? At Corey, our star, two R's on the end. Mikey? Uh, I'm at Server Monkey. And we'll be back in two weeks with another top five list. Um, in the meantime, you should check out our other podcast, Burke Reviews Movie Club. Uh, this month, the month of May, we are doing Mint in Box. These are movies that Corey and I own but had not seen until this month. Um, our, our second episode, which just dropped this past Sunday, was Repo Man from 1984, one that I believe Mike yes. heavily recommended to us. Yes. Um, we both owned it, and we had not seen it, so that was uh, one we knocked out. And the week before, we watched Network, um, which I was a big fan ah. of. Corey, not as much. Um, but I really, really liked And in fact, uh, I was just in New York for the Tribeca Film Festival, and they're doing a Broadway version of Network, and uh, Brian Cranston is playing the, uh, the nice. reporter. Nice, yes. So I really Perfect. wanted to see it, but I did not get to, but you know, it would have been really cool to hear him scream, I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take uh, it anymore. I was just going to say, Corey, Corey, that's at you. That's at Corey. Start. I'm mad as hell, I'm not going to take it anymore. And with that, until next time, keep watching movies. Do you like movies? Do you like podcasts? Or are you just lonely? If the answer is yes, and even if it's not, then check out the What I Watch Tonight show's filmtastic selection of podcasts, covering the entire movieverse as something for everyone. So come check it out. More details at whatiwatchtonight.co.uk or from all good podcast providers.